Before we get started with the morning agenda on this President's Day, I just want to thank Everance Financial for supporting our podcast. It empowers members to align their investments with their faith and values. Learn more at everance.com slash central pen. Securities offered through Concourse Financial Group Securities, member FINRA and SIPC. Stricter federal standards are on the way to cut down on soot pollution. And a former governor is reminding voters elections can and should be trusted. Welcome to The Morning Agenda, WITF's daily news podcast, where the only agenda is you. A good morning to you. It is President's Day, Monday, February 19th. And this is being recorded at 9.22 a.m. I'm your host, Tim Lambert, as we take this daily trip around the region's top stories together. The Environmental Protection Agency has a new stricter standard for fine particulates. Sophia Schmidt is with our partner WHYY in Philadelphia, and she reports it could lead to cleaner air in Pennsylvania. Fine particulate pollution can cause asthma attacks, heart attacks, and cancer. The EPA set a new standard for this type of pollution that's a quarter lower than the old standard but still higher than what the World Health Organization considers safe. With their current air quality, counties including Philadelphia, Lancaster, Delaware County, and Camden would fail the new standard. But they likely won't need to meet it until 2032, at which point the EPA predicts only Delaware and Camden counties would fail. David Hess is a former secretary of the Pennsylvania Department of Environmental Protection. They analyze that information and try to figure out a strategy so that those sources will have to have to meet new requirements so that the standard ultimately is met. Now, Hess says states with counties that fail need to make plans to reduce pollution from existing sources. Penn State's Board of Trustees has voted to increase the financial bonus President Neely Bendapudi will get if she stays with the university for 10 years and to boost her retirement. Ann Dennehy from our friends at WPSU and State College reports the changes come as the university is grappling with some financial shortfalls. Under the new terms, Bendapudi will see her financial completion bonus increase for her second five years with the university from one and a quarter million dollars to one and a half million. The university is also boosting her retirement plan from $350,000 a year to $555,000, effective last July. Her base pay will stay the same. So the new terms also include automatically renewing Bendapudi's contract every year. Well, hundreds of Penn State students have raised more than $16.9 million for pediatric cancer patients in the annual 46-hour dance marathon known as THON. The total was announced at the conclusion of the Penn State Interfraternity Council Panhellenic Dance Marathon yesterday. It topped last year's total of just over $15 million. Money raised benefits pediatric cancer patients and their families at the Penn State Milton S. Hershey Medical Center in Dauphin County. Child cancer survivors and their families also participate, along with the dancers who are helped by thousands of other students in support roles. The Dance Marathon has helped more than 4,800 families over more than five decades. And former Governor Tom Corbett says the U.S. democratic system does work like none other in the world. But my colleague Scott Blanchard reports the Republican is worried too many people just don't realize that. Corbett served from 2011 to 2015, but he's now putting his effort into working with the bipartisan group Keep Our Republic and focusing on the message that elections can be trusted. Our creed is to let all eligible voters vote, to let all votes be counted, 
and to let the uh, vote count stand. Appearing on WITF's The Spark, Corbett was asked about former President Trump's false claims of fraud in the 2020 election. He says trust can be rebuilt. You do it by taking the first steps towards doing it. And that's what we're doing in this process. We're educating people about how the system does work. Corbett praises volunteers who work on elections, saying their contributions are true citizenship at work. So it's pretty quiet here at WITF today since it is the President's Day holiday. I'm kind of by myself, but I did manage to go through a dozen news sites across central Pennsylvania that I check each morning looking for a few stories to put on your radar. Here are a couple for you. Leaders in one Northumberland County community have been caught off guard as the result of an impromptu White Lives Matter demonstration. The Daily Item reports it took place in Sunbury on Saturday. A group of about 14 masked people set up banners at Front and Market Streets that read One Race, One Nation, End Immigration, and waving neo-Nazi and American flags for about 45 minutes. They then left in a van with a completely covered license plate. Mayor Josh Brocious says no permit was issued for the demonstration. Plans are now in place to host a counter-rally next Saturday to stand up for peace, love, and unity, according to organizers. And a western Pennsylvania county has authorized a ransom payment of about $350,000 in response to a cyber attack last month. The Observer Reporter reports Washington County paid the money in response to the attack that led the government to shut down its servers on January 24th. According to the county solicitor, foreign cyber criminals suspected of being Russian hackers seized control of the county's network. Now the FBI takes the position that ransomware victims should not pay up because there is no guarantee the attackers will decrypt affected data and also because paying emboldens them to try again elsewhere. Here's a reminder that The Morning Agenda is available anywhere you find your favorite podcast and on WITF's YouTube channel, which you can subscribe to. We also hope you check it out on the NPR One app. And you can also go to our Spotify playlist for my song of the day each and every day. This month's is called The Morning Agenda Song of the Day, February 2024, going with a nice mellow one on this President's Day, Night Swimming from R.E.M. A big thanks to Everance Financial for their support of The Morning Agenda, empowering members to align their investments with their faith and values. Learn more at everance.com slash centralpen. Securities offered through Concourse Financial Group Securities, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. And that is going to do it for The Morning Agenda today. It is a daily news podcast from WITF, where the only agenda is you. I'm your host, Tim Lambert. Thank you so much for listening today. Your company is always appreciated, especially on a holiday. Be well, enjoy this day, and we'll talk again tomorrow.